Entrepreneur on Fire 621. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful entrepreneurs. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. NatureBox allows you to discover, enjoy delicious and nutritious snacks at home, in your office, or on the go. Visit naturebox.com slash fire and receive 50% off your first box. That's naturebox.com slash fire. Behind fear and lack of confidence, design projects are what I see hold entrepreneurs back most. Luckily, 99designs can help. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. John Lee Dumas here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Maria Ross. Maria, are you prepared to ignite Absolutely. freaking lootly Yes. Maria is a brand strategist, author, and speaker who believes cash flow and creativity are not mutually exclusive. As creator of Red Slice, she advises startups, entrepreneurs, and small companies on crafting irresistible brands. Maria, given our listeners just a little overview, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally because we want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business. Well, I am a storyteller. I love being a brand strategist and helping clients translate captivating stories into irresistible brands for their businesses. I work with um, solopreneurs. I work with um, entrepreneurs, startups, small to mid-sized businesses, and I help them with their brand strategy, which is all about who they are, what value they offer, and who is their ideal client that they're trying to reach and helping them put that strategy together so that their business can succeed. And Maria, give us a little insight into the personal flavor of Maria Ross. Well, I am a new mom of six weeks Yay. now. <laughs> actually doing this interview while I'm on maternity leave. Wow. And uh, yeah, it's crazy. We, we are dog lovers. I'm married to my wonderful husband for eight years. And we're, we have a great dog who was our first child. And now mm-hmm. he has a brother. And uh <laughs> No, I just, we, we live in Northern California. We love getting outside. We love hiking. We love eating out. I'm a huge red wine lover, um, big football fan, and um, I'm kind of a trivia nut. I'm, I'm addicted to Jeopardy. So that's who I am. Go Niners, question mark? Yes. Okay, yes. I figured Northern yes. California, you were probably in that Oops. area. Yes, and I also hate myself, so I'm a Jets fan too. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> uh, being from New England and being a Patriots fan, we're no longer friends. But you know what? much better for you that way. It's much better for both of us that way. <laughs> Gary Vaynerchuk and I go back and forth about this all the freaking That's time. hilarious. Yeah, it's very, it's very, very painful to be a Jets fan, let me just tell you. <laughs> I, you know, we try. Gotta love the butt fumble. The butt fumble was amazing. That's a great point. That's entertainment. I want to dislike the Jets. It's, it's good to have a rivalry like the Red Sox and Yankees have this great rivalry. Yeah. But when we just slap the Jets around the field every single game, it's just pure pity. That's all I feel. But listen, <laughs> (laughs) I don't want to anger all of my lovely Fire Nation fans. Our focus is not sports here. It is entrepreneurship and the journey that we're on. And Maria, we're going to talk about your journey, and I can't wait to dive into that. But before we do, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote to get that motivational ball rolling. So Maria, take it away. This was a hard one for me because I have a lot of favorite quotes, but this is one that's really served me well in my business. Uh, It's a quote by Eleanor Roosevelt. Do what you feel in your heart to be right, for you'll be criticized anyway. You'll be damned if you do and damned if you don't. And I think that's excellent advice for entrepreneurs that are chasing their dream. 
So let's break that down, Maria, because you said that you're a storyteller. And Fire Nation, we love <laughs> stories. So tell us a story of a time that you followed this mantra and how did that work out? Well, I think it was mostly when I decided to start my business um, you know, in 2008. I, I had worked in corporate America for a long time, um, advertising agencies, um, client side, doing marketing, doing branding, doing strategy work. And you know, very corporate, very, you know, tied to the corporate way of doing things, Uh, working in Silicon Valley for eight years. And then when I decided to hang my own shingle and do my own brand strategy um, and consulting, I also wanted to do that because I wanted to have room to pursue my other passions, which are writing and speaking and acting as well. And I remember the first version of my website, I had put a section on the website, you know, promoting my services, promoting my offerings. But then I had a section about me and about my acting and about all these other things. And I remember getting all this feedback from people that I'd been in corporate with who said, you know, you really shouldn't have that on your business website because then people won't take you seriously. And I remember thinking, is that the wrong thing? Is that, you know, maybe I should, maybe I should take it off. Maybe it should look really sterile and really corporate. And that's how I'll get the corporate clients. And it was only by getting the support of other entrepreneurs who had been at this game for longer than I had, I realized, no, that's my differentiator. That's what makes me unique. And if if somebody thinks I'm not serious because they see that, they're not my ideal client anyway. And so that's where I really take that to heart, that I actually thought that was the right thing to do and people made me second guess myself. And at the end of the day, if you feel in your heart that you're doing something right, whether it's taking the risk to start your own business, whether it's going into a field in which you have no experience, whether it's writing a book, whether it's doing a podcast, whatever. If you think what you're doing is right, you think what you're offering is valuable, then do it because there's always going to be the haters and there's always going to be the fans. Fire Nation, what is your USP? What is your unique selling proposition? Maria, she knows what hers is. and She doesn't want to work with people who don't understand and embrace her USP. For me, when I launched Entrepreneur on Fire, believe me, I got so much feedback from mentors and peers who I respect and gave me a ton of great advice. But Maria, they were saying, John, a seven day a week podcast, never going to work. (laughs) Nobody's going to want to listen to that many episodes. You're going to get burnt out. Your listeners are going to get burnt out. But Maria, I knew that I had an avatar, Jimmy, who drove to work every single day, Mm -hmm. wanting to consume an amazingly inspiring interview with a successful entrepreneur such as yourself. And now Entrepreneur on Fire was awarded Best of iTunes 2013. We generated over 825,000 unique downloads in the month of May alone in over 145 countries because I followed my USP. There were other people out there, Maria, doing interviews with entrepreneurs, but I brought my personality, my distinct flow into it. And Fire Nation, Maria did the exact same thing. Look at her success. And Fire Nation, what is your USP? Follow that. Put those blinders on and listen to your intuition. Exactly. And that's, you know, that's what I tell my clients, that, that your brand is, is rooted in in not just who you are, but the value that you offer. And as long as you can turn your own personal interests and likes and passions into something of value for the audience, you know, so that it doesn't turn into an egocentric trip, um, then do it, you know, figure out how to parlay those passions and those interests into something valuable for the people that are going to be in your tribe. And then that's your brand. And no one can copy that. They can't copy it easily or authentically. That's for sure. That's the key word. They cannot Mm -hmm. copy it authentically. No Mm -hmm. way, shape, or form. And Maria, 
you're our featured guest today. And as our featured guest, we're spotlighting your journey as an entrepreneur, which has been incredible. It's been full of successes, full of aha moments, but it's also been full of failures, like every entrepreneur's journey is. And <laughs> I want you to take us to one of those failures, specifically that moment in time when you fell, Maria, flat mm-hmm. in your face. You claim you're a storyteller. <laughs> I'm going to keep hammering this home. We love stories. Take us to that moment, Maria. Tell us that story. Right. Well, first of all, can I just say never trust an entrepreneur who's never failed at a business? Right. Because <laughs> yes. only those people know what not to do. Yes. Um, no, but yeah, I mean, I, I definitely thought long and hard about this question because I've had many failures in my my career, even though I've had a brilliant career and have done really well. But again, I would not have learned um, anything if I had not tripped up and failed. And one thing I wanted to share with you and, and your listeners today was not so much a failure as a setback um, in my audience and in, in my career. But in 2008, I had just launched Red Slice. I had just hung out my shingle. I was getting my first clients. I was getting to know the entrepreneurial world and making connections and networking. And six months into starting this business, I collapsed unconscious on my bathroom floor at what had turned out to be a ruptured brain aneurysm. And luckily, my husband happened to come home early and work from home that day. And that was, you know, whatever you want to call it, fate, destiny, but he was able to get me to the hospital in time. And I took a long time kind of recovering. I mean, obviously, I survived, but as anyone who's ever had brain injury knows, it's the hard work starts when you leave the hospital. And I was fortunate enough not to have physical impairments, but I had some cognitive impairments and some psychological impairments that I had to get therapy. I had to go to rehab. I had to educate myself. Um, And in the end, I had to take a new approach to how I was living my life and how I was approaching my business. I had always been sort of a type A overachiever. I still kind of am, you know, master multitasker. But after the brain injury, I had to learn how to focus on one thing at a time. I got much more overwhelmed than I used to in the past. Um, My short-term memory was impacted. So it impacted what I was able to do with clients and what I was able to do in my work. And instead of just, you know, curling up in a ball and going, oh, all hope is lost, I basically was like, well, you know, here's what it is. There's a new me now. I can't, I can't keep going back to the way things used to be. I have to just accept the reality in front of me and I have to accept who I am now and play to those strengths. And I think that that's an important lesson for anyone listening is that it's not about who you want to be or who you used to be or someone else doing the same thing that you think you want to be doing. You have to play to your strengths and turn those into opportunities and say, okay, there's an obstacle in front of me based on the strengths that I actually have realistically. How can I get around this and get to my goal? And that's exactly what I had to do during all those months and and years of sort of getting back into my business and getting back into my life again. And, um, you know, what could have been a huge setback, um, thankfully, you know, because my recovery did go well and I had amazing support and amazing healthcare and therapists and things like that, I was able to see it as a gift. And so if you can look at any failure or setback as a gift, um, you know, hope, assuming nobody dies and, and nothing is permanent, um, try to look at those setbacks and failures in your business as what what am I supposed to be learning from this? What am I supposed to take away from this? What is going to make me a better person tomorrow because of what I'm going through today? 
Maria, that's such a powerful story and journey on so many levels. Thank you for just being open and honest and letting Fire Nation into that part of your journey. And what I took from that a little bit, Maria, was life is short. And the more that you can be living it authentically with your core beliefs resonating at that core, the better because it can all be over in a blink of an eye. And the reality is at 90 years old, when we are in that final stretch, if we're lucky to make it that far, it will felt like it's gone by in the blink of an eye anyways, because that's just how life is. So that's what I want to pass on to Fire Nation. What do you want them to take away from this story? Just in one sentence, just a real powerful, quick takeaway from this experience in your life. Yeah. I mean, three, three main lessons. Learn how to focus and say no to the things that don't matter and, fo- and so you have more time and energy to do the things that do. Um, practice acceptance and, as I mentioned, play to your strengths. Don't try to pretend you're something you're not because what you have is valuable and special. And ultimately, you know, even just the conversation we're having around this, this is how I approached the memoir I wrote about this experience, is find the humor Find the humor in failures and setbacks. It's a natural human reaction to try to turn to humor, to ease your stress, lower your blood pressure. You're going to have bad days in your life and in your business. You're going to piss clients off. You're going to be late. You're going to screw something up. You need to approach it lightly. You need to go easy on yourself because in 10, 20 years time, that incident is not going to matter. Learn to focus, Fire Nation. And Maria, do you know what my favorite acronym for the word focus is? No, what is it? Fire Nation, say it with me. Follow one course until success. Love it. Oh my God, I love it. Yeah, like I should not be priding myself on being a master multitasker anymore. That's, <laughs> right. you know, it's, it's quality. It's not about quantity. It's focusing on a few things and doing them really well. And that's true of our lives. That's true of your brand. That's true of your marketing. That's true of your business. That's true of so many things. It has been proven without a shadow of the doubt that there's no such thing as multitasking, period. Mm. You are either flicking from one activity to another ever so slightly, but there's no multitasking. Even when they came up with that term for computers, which seem to be able to do multiple things at once, Mm-hmm. The computers are even actually switching oh so quickly back and forth. So yeah, Fire Nation, there's just no multitasking. Get it through your head. <laughs> Maria, <laughs> what I want to do now is go to the other end of the spectrum. I want to talk about another story. And again, you've proven yourself to be a master storyteller. So thank you and keep that going. Tell us about a time that you had an aha moment. Take us to that moment when that light bulb flicked on in your head. And Maria, what steps did you take to turn that moment into success? Okay, so it's 2010. I've recovered from a brain aneurysm. I'm back in my business. I'm getting clients. I'm building back up. It's starting to thrive. And I go through a, a messaging rebrand of my business because I realize I have not been following my own advice that I give to clients and I've been trying to do too many things. So I rebrand and instead of trying to offer everything under the sun as a service, I go to a packaged offering. That's a very, very high price point. And I get some wise advice from a friend that says, stop doing the 80% of the work that you absolutely hate that makes you want to poke your eye out and focus on the 20%, the strategy development that you love, that lights you up inside. So I decide to create a packaged offering focused just on the strategy element of helping people build their brand strategy. I still offer it today. It's called the Slice Session. And there was a pretty big price point attached to that for some people. 
And I remember putting it out there and going, I am going away from my hourly consulting model. Now, that's a huge risk huge. to take. Huge. But my aha moment, which again, you know, we, we give this advice to our clients, but we don't always follow them, is you have to value what you offer. And you have to know the work and the, the benefit that it produces. And you have to price it accordingly. And if you do that, and what you offer is authentic and real and useful and valuable, really, you're not just, you know, coding it in a paint of, of sales lingo, then you need to stand by that price and the right people will find you. And the aha moment for me was that I got less inquiries, but more clients converted. And they were more of the ideal, you mentioned your avatar earlier, more of the ideal client that I actually wanted to work with and less of the people that were a drain on my energy, a drain on my time, a drain on my bank account. And so that aha moment was just really about making sure that you are charging what you are worth, putting that value out into the world and being confident in doing that. Because when you do it, you will attract the right people. Boom, Maria, that is so (laughs) powerful on so many levels. And when you were talking about the 80-20 principle, of course, Pareto's principle jumped into my mind where roughly 80% of the effects come from 20% of the causes. In Fire Nation, what that means is 20% of what you do results in 80% of the results that you're seeing. So figure out that 20%. Maria figured out her 20%. I figured out my 20%. We focus now on that 20%. We leave the other 80% alone and we still get 80% of the results with only 20% of the actual work and focus and time and energy and effort that needs to go into it for all of those reasons. And Maria, there's a great book about this by past guest. Michael McCallowich is called Oh Mike McCallowitz. Yeah, yes. the pumpkin plan. Mm-hmm. Have you read he's that book? Great. No, but I he's actually one of the experts um, that I offer his advice and insights in my new edition of my branding basics for small business book. I got to interview him and he's amazing. Oh, and I hope this was gonna happen. We talked about your baby yeah, in the pre interview, <laughs> potentially having a little tantrum in the background. Sorry. And I said That would be awesome because that's real. That's you being a mother and on maternity leave. So Fire Nation, you are introduced to Maria Ross's son. What's his name, Maria? His name's Callum. Callum. Welcome to Fire Nation. Thank you for jumping on. (laughs) (laughs) So Maria, let's continue to move forward here because we're sharing some great insights with Fire Nation and you've had some incredibly proud moments, I have no doubt, throughout your journey as an entrepreneur, but share with us the story of your proudest entrepreneurial moment. Um, I think my proudest entrepreneurial moment was um, when I appeared in Entrepreneur Magazine, ironically. Um, yeah. I got called as an expert, you know, because of the hard work that I'd been putting out into the world and the content that I'd been producing. And I got contacted by a reporter um, doing a story on branding for small businesses. And um, that was one of my proudest moments. I mean, I was just so honored that a publication like that, that so many people turn to, are, you know, was 
talking to me as a thought leader and, and getting my advice for small businesses. But more importantly than just sort of the accolades of being in a, in a national magazine like that was I felt like my advice could reach more people and I could help more people that way. And um, so for me, that, that moment of, of scaling my thought leadership and scaling my expertise to benefit more people was amazing to me. It was, it was one of my proudest moments because um, that and also when I was on MSNBC for the same reason. It was more about being able to help more people follow their dream of entrepreneurship and small business and and build a business that's profitable, but a business grounded in their passion and in purpose, because that's what I'm all about with helping people with their brand strategies. So Maria, on that note about the entrepreneurial journey, I mean, let's be honest with Fire Nation. We're both very transparent people. We're going to Tell it how it is, so to speak. And the entrepreneurial journey is not an easy one. It is highest of highs and the lowest of lows. And, you know, we need to try to maintain some semblance of a balance. There is no balance in this entrepreneurial world. No. But there is some semblance of a balance for those that are able to find success. So what are some things that you really feel as far as the philosophy that entrepreneurs need to take on their entrepreneurial journey? I think one of the best pieces of advice I was ever given was um, to fail fast. So, so instead of taking, you know, years and years to try to perfect the perfect thing um, and put it out in the world, try to put it out in the world quickly and, and, and you'll, you're going to have failures. Like we talked about earlier, you're going to have a lot of failures. I've introduced a lot of courses that nobody signed up for. I've, you know, introduced marketing campaigns that got me zero results and I'm a marketing consultant. So I can admit that, um, you know, it's all about trying. And as long as you're sort of biased towards action and you get things out there, the sooner actually you can fail with them, the sooner you'll know that that's not the road you need to go down. Um, and I think that's one of the, the biggest things, as, as you probably know, John, about being an entrepreneur is you've got to try different things, but you, you need to just not suffer from analysis paralysis about mm-hmm. it. You know, you could write a 60-page business plan about something. And for many businesses, that's that's a requirement maybe. But, you know, if, if you're a solo entrepreneur or you're just, you know, you're, you're running an internet business, it, it's a wonderful time to do that because there's so many different things you can try that are not going to necessarily break the bank. But you cannot be, you cannot try to aim for perfection. You've got to just try to get something really good and solid and valuable out there. And you can always tweak and evolve it as you go. And that's, that's the biggest thing I've learned on this journey. So we have Brian Tracy on Entrepreneur on Fire yesterday and just an inspiring guy. He's done so many great things. And one thing that we brought up was a quote from Thomas Watson that I think fits perfectly in here as well. And that's, if you want to increase your success rates, double your failure rates. Yep. Oh my God, that's brilliant. I mean, it's, it's all a numbers game, right? Like it's, it's response rates. It's just like when you do a, when you do a marketing campaign, it's you reach X number of people, but only Y number of people are going to respond. And if you think of everything that you do in terms of quote unquote response rates, it's, it's never a hundred percent. So the more that you put, the more that you put out there, the more volume that you have, not necessarily, you know, unfocused volume, like we talked about earlier, but um, the more that you put out there and try to do, the more your chance of success. Yeah, absolutely. And I love the, the story that he followed up with, which was about this oil rig team down on the Gulf Coast, which had the exact same amount of space as the other teams did, but were producing so much bigger and more quantity of oil. And their simple answer to the question of how they did it was... We drill more holes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we get mm-hmm. 
we absolutely hit our fair share and then and then some of empty holes, but we drill more holes. Absolutely. And I think to reconcile that with the advice we were talking about before is you do that on the things that you're focused on. Right. So you so you want to pare down to your focus areas first. And then when you have your focus areas playing to your strengths, then you can just play the numbers game and just try to make as many attempts at different things to make it a success. And then when you do strike that oil, double down. Double down. <laughs> double down. Do it. Double down. So Maria, we're <laughs> going to bring things to present times. We're going to talk about today. Obviously, you're a new mother. You have an amazing child in this world now. You still have your inspiring entrepreneurial work that you're doing. Share with Fire Nation the one thing with your entrepreneurial venture that has you most fired up right now. As a writer, I um, just a writer at heart. I've been writing since I was six. I love, you know, blogging. I love being on social media. But for me, the biggest thing that's kind of lighting my fire right now is experimenting and learning more about engaging and delighting my community and my tribe through social media. So, so again, tweaking those things and playing with those levers and seeing what works and what people share and what they respond to, I really get jazzed by that. I love seeing, hey, this blog post you know, got a ton of views. This one didn't. Why? I kind of like experimenting different ways. Why did this tweet get shared you know, all these times and this other tweet didn't get shared at all? And I think it makes me a better content producer to just kind of get a thrill out of that experimentation and out of that learning. So I'm, I'm just really jazzed about that process right now. I don't know um, if you've had a chance to read Gary Vaynerchuk's book, um, Jab, 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 Right Hook, but I'm in the middle of reading that right now. And um, there's a lot of great juicy advice in there about different things to do in different social media channels. And um, I just love that experimentation. I don't know about you, John, but it's it's just really fun to figure out how to connect and and ignite your audience. And yes. when when you hit, you know, again, when you hit that gold and all of a sudden you have some content or some blog post or some video or some podcast that all of a sudden your community is sharing like wildfire, it's like a rush. So, um, and then you, and then you feel good about it because you're like, wow, my content's helping people. Like it's resonating with them. They're excited about it. Um, it's that, it's that response that, that really gets me going. Jab, 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 right hook is just the perfect word you use to describe, Maria. Juicy. If you really dive in there, you oh. can get unbelievable insights and t tips, tools, and tactics. And it actually brings me back to when we threw our Fire Nation hangouts this January uh, at New Media Expo in Las Vegas. We actually gave away 250 of those jab, 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 right hook posts because I was so <laughs> impressed by that, Maria. I was mm -hmm. just like, I want to share this with Fire Nation. It's amazing insights. So if you're listening right now and you haven't checked that out yet, that is just an amazing book. And I don't know if you have the Kindle version or the hard copy, Maria, but the hard copy version is worth the extra dollars because it is gorgeous. Nice. Well, you know what's funny is usually I get my business books in in print because I like to highlight and refer back. I did get this one in Kindle and it's actually driving me a little crazy because when I started reading it, I was reading it in bed at night 
And it would get me so fired up to go try <laughs> the stuff he was suggesting that that one night I actually did get up and go to my computer and start doing stuff. And I thought, this is crazy. But that's how energized I get by trying all these new things on social media. Because I also um, am on the board of a nonprofit and I try to help them with their marketing and advertising and promotion. So I've been sharing a lot of, of those tips and the tips that I'm learning by engaging my community with the nonprofits that I work with to help them engage their community for the greater good. So Maria, we're about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take one minute to thank our sponsors. I talk about branding a lot. It's a term that gets thrown around by all types of people. And you may be wondering what all the gab is about. What is branding anyway? In a nutshell, it's the set of perceptions that people have about your company. You need branding to create a human connection with your audience. Design is key in communicating your brand and standing out from the competition. But what options are available to business owners with little to spend on design? Many have turned to online marketplaces like 99designs to help build their brand on a budget. Startups get maximum creativity with 99designs contest model where dozens of designers compete to deliver deliver the best design. You'll get to be involved in the process and walk away with a logo, website, or other design that truly represents your brand. See for yourself. It only takes a week to get a design and you're guaranteed to love it. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free today. Traveling is tough, especially when it involves long flights and layovers, but it's not just about the time involved. It's also about the challenge of feeding your body the right types of foods throughout your travels. Let's be real. The airport doesn't necessarily understand the meaning of nutritious snacking. Not too long ago, Kate and I went on a 14-day trek around Europe. Planes, trains, and automobiles. We were all over the place, and we loved every single second of it. But there is no way we would have been able to keep our bodies feeling great without the help of NatureBox. With Individually wrapped snack packages, we were able to keep smart snacking at our fingertips the entire time. My favorite bite-sized snack, the Cranberry Almond Bites. If you travel a lot or even if you're looking for a convenient smart snacking option that's good on the go, then check out NatureBox today. Visit naturebox.com slash fire and receive 50% off your first box. That's naturebox.com slash fire. So Maria, we've now reached my favorite part of the show, the lightning round, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? (laughs) I love it. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Fear, fear, fear. Fear and attachment to security. I had been a corporate person my whole life. I love having a benefits package and a regular salary. And that was probably the biggest thing holding me back that could I do it? Could I make money from this? Um, And would people pay for my expertise and my services? And happily, they do. (laughs) What is the best advice, good thing, that you ever received? Fail fast. To have a bias towards action and fail fast and just make sure that you're trying different things. Have a bias towards action. I love that. And Maria, share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. Well, I think following that advice of having a bias towards action has contributed greatly to my success, but also making sure that I clearly establish my boundaries. I know when to say no to the wrong clients and the wrong projects and the wrong commitments so that I have the time and the energy to say yes to the right ones. 
and you're learning how to say no to getting up in the middle of the night to work on your <laughs> jab, 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 right hooks. Yes, I, am. I, I, I thought you were going to say about feeding your child. And I thought, no, I can't. I can't say no to that one. But. No, I hope not. <laughs> oh, Maria, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? You know, I love using click to tweet. It's such an easy kind of idiot proof thing. But if you add a click to tweet tweetable to your blog posts or your um, your content marketing, it makes it really easy for people to share it. And click to tweet.com makes it so easy to just create a tweetable. Love it. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we've been chatting about on today's episode at eofire.com slash Maria. Ross. And guess what, Fire Nation? As on every show notes page, there will be a click to tweet. Nice. (laughs) Maria, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? Can I recommend mine, Branding Basics for Small Business? How to create an irresistible brand. And because of that, I'll let you recommend two. Oh, okay, great. Well, uh, I have that one. And then one of my all-time favorite books is by Chip and Dan Heath. It's called Made to Stick. It's all about creating messages that are memorable and that people will act on. And it's applicable to anyone from a business owner to a nonprofit to an author to someone that just wants to tell a really good story. Perfect. And then say yours one more time. Branding Basics for Small Business. And the second edition just came out on April 1st. Perfect. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like either of these for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Maria, this next question is the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine <laughs> you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would network like crazy. I would make connections. I would lead with generosity and I would open up. It has for me opened up all kinds of opportunity, um, loyalty and trust that you can then build on. So I think if that's if that's what you've got, if you wake up tomorrow in that brand new world, get out there, start knocking on doors, start meeting people, see how you can collaborate, see how you can help them, and you will be amazed at the opportunities that present themselves. Mm. Love that, Maria. And thank you for just being so open and honest, for opening up that window into your life, into your journey with Fire Nation today. Give us one parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Great. Well, um, as I said, I think you need to kind of face your fear. And we talked about it earlier, fail fast and have a bias towards action. But but face your fear and know that it's okay to be afraid of risk of new things of change of opportunity. You're supposed to be afraid. Um, they wouldn't call it bravery and courage if you weren't afraid of what you were trying to do. So that would be my, my biggest piece of advice. Um, people can find me at red-slice.com and they can join Red Slice Nation, um, my free weekly email. Um, I've got a free blog and some resources on there as well. And people can get access to both my books, Branding Basics for Small Business, as well as Rebooting My Brain, which is my memoir about my brain injury recovery. And John, we wanted to talk a little bit about 
maybe giving a goodie or two to your audience. Wow. Fire Nation loves goodies. So <laughs> let's hear what you got in store for us. Well, I would love to give a free signed copy of, of both books, both one branding basics for small business and one rebooting my brain to um, a lucky listener. What, what might be what fun. What do we do? What do we do? <laughs> what do we do? I'm glad you asked. Um, I would love if people would tweet a picture of maybe listening to this interview um, to get creative, not you know, X-rated, but let's get creative. <laughs> this is and, PG um, Fire Nation. Exactly, PG, PG creativity. Um, and just tweet at Red Slice and at John Lee Dumas in the tweet. And I will pick a, a winner for each book and I will ask the winner which book they would like to receive. And I will send them a free signed copy. Wow. Maybe that will have to be the click to tweet for this actual show notes page. <laughs> Super fun. Oh, really fun, Maria. Well, listen, thank you so much for your generosity to Fire Nation. We're going to have a lot of fun with this task. I have zero doubt. And just thank you for being so generous with everything you've shared with us today and Fire Nation specifically knows that they can go to eofire.com. Just type Maria into the search bar and her show notes page will pop right up. And Maria, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation, is it time to monetize your podcast? Join me for our free live podcast workshop every week where I share the top eight ways to monetize your podcast. Visit podcastersparadise.com to grab your spot today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 